Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone, and it is officially 5 o'clock here in uh, Plano, Texas, so it's the, uh, officially the start of the third edition of Everybody's Hotline, um, and uh, the first two um, I thought were really great uh, in terms of what I said and the content I put out. Um, we didn't have any callers in those first two editions during those first two hours. Um, and my goal is to do the hotline either the first or second Thursday of every month. So uh, it gives me, you know, uh, there's a lot of time to call in. There's a lot of time to connect. Um, and so this is officially the third edition of that. And we'll be live on the hotline um, for one hour. Um We'll see who calls in. We'll see who doesn't. I don't have a ton to say uh, today, so I don't know if if nobody calls in during the hour. Um, then when I do release this episode, um, I'm assuming it'll be roughly around 30 minutes in length if no one calls in. If people do call in, then yes, absolutely, we'll be here for an hour, maybe more, if the conversations are going and people keep calling. So. I would never halt or stop this at an hour. That's just the time frame I kind of put on it to allow people um, to call in during that time um, to give them kind of a sense of when I'll be available and when the hotline is available. Um, and if you haven't watched the two other episodes about everybody's hotline, the idea is open and honest conversation, uh, a safe, secure kind of network um, in line to talk and speak directly to me about whatever may be on your mind. If you want advice, if you have questions, concerns, you want to know things about me, you want a little deeper insight about the stuff that I went through or going through, or you want more insight about what you are going through at all, anything really. It's just meant for connection and open, honest, responsible communication and dialogue, especially important um, in times like this, especially important um, throughout all of our lives, you know? So, Yes, officially welcome to uh, everybody's hotline number three, part of the Jackson Talks Everybody podcast talk show. So thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. I appreciate you as always. Um, we got a couple things to talk about. I was looking, I found something on Twitter that I wanted to just talk about quick. Let me find it. It was put out by the Trevor Project, which is the uh, the Trevor Project is the largest suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for the LGBTQ youth. Um, so, extremely important uh, organization. Um, really uh, proud to support them and what they do. Um, but what I saw quickly while I was on Twitter before I uh, started recording was that um, this week is uh, Bisexual Awareness Week. Um, <clears throat> it just so happens that September is like a really, it's a very heavy month for me, I feel like, um, you know, because in September, so today is September 17th. Um, this episode will be released sometime in October, maybe November. So when you're listening to this, just be aware of that, that uh, this was recorded at an earlier date. <clears throat> but September, yes, it seems like it's an extremely heavy month for me, you know, because if you watched previous episodes, you know that the anniversary of my sister's passing was uh, in September on the 3rd. Um, you know that September is Suicide Prevention Month, which is very near and dear to my heart. And along with that, um, Bisexual Awareness Week also lands in September. Um, and my sister also happened to be uh, bisexual as well. So a lot of things happening in September that are kind of close to my heart um, that make me want to keep... Um, fighting for mental health care availability and accessibility for all people um, and things that are close to my heart and mean a lot to me. Um, but there is a little article that the Trevor Project put out that I would want to share with you guys. Um, and it's called Six Mistakes People Make About Bisexuality That Are Ridiculously Easy to Put Right If You Want to Be an Ally. So... I'm going to read you these six. Um, 
and see where it goes. <sighs> also probably gonna go into the Trevor Project, uh, released a how to support bisexual youth. Um, they re released a guide. So if you go to the Trevor Project on Twitter, and you go to search their, their latest tweets, I think it's a pinned tweet, uh, and it says how to support bisexual youth. It's a really handy guide. Please uh, check that out, reference that to become an ally for uh, the people in our lives because it's very important. They need that support, they need that acceptance. So number one being, biphobia and bi erasure exist in the LGBT plus community. So bi people often feel uh, excluded from queer spaces um, if they are, ex yeah, oh, many bi people. Oh, so it says many bi people feel subject to casual biphobia and exclusion from the own, their own LGBT plus community. Um, it kind of goes with comments like, uh, bi people need to choose a side and they're denying their real sexuality. Um, so we just need to be accepting of that. Like, you know, obviously bisexuality is valid um, and we got to love all people. Um, and obviously they do because they want to be in relationships with men, women, it doesn't matter. So we got to follow suit in that and just love, love people. Let's check the hotline. Okay. <clears throat> Number two. Bisexuality doesn't exclude non-binary people. Very important. Bisexual women are valid. Men can be bisexual. Non-binary people can be bisexual as well. And bi, uh, bi people aren't greedy and their relationships are valid. So this is just a few kind of mistakes people make when speaking about um, bisexuality. So I, I encourage you to, to look into that. Um, I encourage you to look into all sorts of different things about the, uh, um, about the LGBTQ plus community, um, and ways we can support them and ways we can make them feel more accepted and loved and valued. Um, there's a study done that says <clears throat> the LGBTQ plus youth are 40% chance less likely to, uh, die by suicide if they have one, just one adult in their life who accepts them fully. So let's really think about that. That's a huge marker um, in terms of preventing suicide, making feel, people feel loved, making them feel, feel accepted. And so we just have to accept them and then learn from that acceptance to truly love who they are. But it starts at the very basic level of accepting that this is who they are this is this is what they want to be. This is their truest, best self. And we accept that. And then through time, we can learn to really, really, really love that. And so that completely alters someone's state of mind. It makes them feel worthy. It makes them feel enough. It makes them feel cared for. And that's really all the goal that we should be doing with, with anyone in our lives. We should make, no matter who's in our life, we should make them feel loved, cared for, worthy enough. Because <clears throat> we are born with an innate sense of worthy, we're, we're our birthright, we have a birthright of being enough. And through life, sometimes it gets taken, like feel like that's taken away from us or like things happen that we don't feel like we're enough or worthy. But no matter what happens in your life, no matter what goes down, no matter, just no matter what, you are enough in everything. And so just remember that and remember that for our LGBTQ youth, remember that for our people of color, um, remember that just for everyone, that we all want to be loved, valued, and cared for, and we are all enough, and our life is worth living, and we deserve happiness and acceptance, and radical, beautiful, amazing love. So that's what I got to say on that. So <clears throat> happy Bisexual Awareness Week, and love who you love, and kiss who you want. Cheers. <clears throat> okay, what else do I got to say? Yeah, bah, 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 bah. let's just refresh this hotline, see what we got going on. Ooh. Yeah, hotline is active, it's ready to go. Um, but I do have John Cena with me. I do have John Cena with me. I got a little bit like, I don't know, I wouldn't say pre-workout, but there's a little caffeine here, a little aminos. 
kind of kicking me through the day. Uh, it's a mean, it's late, right? It's five ten right now, so it's not late. But you know, I've had a few cups of coffee today, so I figured I'd bring John on the pod and uh, you know drink with him from him <laughs> uh, while talking to you guys. I do think John uh, is the uh, is the greatest of all time. Speaking wrestling, which I rarely speak <clears throat> about on this podcast. But since John is right in front of me, and I love John, uh, I think he's the best of all time, in my opinion. I mean, he's the reason I started watching wrestling in the first place. So if you guys don't know this about me, I was a little late bloomer. Late bloomer into watching professional wrestling. Um, but the first time I saw professional wrestling was um, the summer of 2006. So it was like right before I was about to enter high school. Um, I've been living in, in Texas for like two years at that point. Um, and I was, yeah, like anyone else that age, struggling kind of to find my identity. Um, I thought my identity was like baseball and sports. <clears throat> Come to find out, you know, we all have these achievement identities, but that's not what makes us who we are. What makes us who we are is us, you know, what's on the inside. Um, we're not, you know, valued or based on our achievements we're not we're not our achievements we're much more than that we're much deeper complex people than that so anyways <clears throat> um tangent jackson stone tangent um yeah so 2006 summer 2006 uh if you're familiar with that on monday night raw there was a feud between edge and john cena going on at the time i flipped on the channel and there was edge in the middle of the ring uh just speaking and then he cut to where he was in John Cena's dad's house and they have this like little altercation and then pow slaps him right in his face and I was like whoa <laughs> what's happening here uh, and then I watched the rest, rest of the episode it was like an hour and a half left maybe I don't really remember exactly but there was a few matches the matches were amazing I thought they were amazing I thought everything was amazing at that point I was I mean still what are like just generally was super into theater. I was doing some stuff at school in theater. I was obviously into sports. Um, I very much loved superheroes and comics. Um, and so it became like that culmination of all, all of that thing, all of those things that I really enjoyed and thought were super cool. And at the time I was like a really, I was like an aggressive kid. I feel like not to like, I don't know. I feel like I had a lot of pent up energy and emotion. I don't know where it came from or what it was from, but I feel like I had that. And I got most of it out in like sports and stuff, but <clears throat> that wrestling outlet became pretty cool. Um, and, uh, you know, instantly my parents knew that this was something that I really, I really, really fucked with and loved. And so they were taking me to Monday Night Raws. They were buying me the t-shirts and the DVDs and it was a huge thing. And I started wearing t-shirts to school. And then I met some other people who were WWE fans and it became just like a cool way to connect with people. Um, and I mean, it still is now, right? Wrestling is still like a super niche, niche audience. And, um, and it's super cool to like meet people that are like still love pro wrestling. Cause it's super cool. I mean, I saw a lady at the gym today wearing a bullet club shirt. I was doing some, <clears throat> doing some exercising. I was doing some back rows and, uh, I, I moved clean up my station. I moved to a different spot in the gym, but I left my phone down and I've been wanting to say something to this lady because I saw her wearing a bullet club shirt and I was like ah she's got her headphones in I've got my headphones in I don't want to interrupt her workout because I don't really like when people interrupt my workout you know it's kind of my space my zone I'm trying to clear my head I'm trying to get stuff done I'm trying to work and I feel like that's probably the same for other people um, so I'm not trying to interrupt someone's workout so I was trying to find like a nice time to maybe say your shirt's cool you like pro wrestling like what's good you know maybe strike up a combo <clears throat> but anyways, I left my phone at that specific uh, station and I moved to a bench and she was getting, she was hopped on right where I was and noticed that my phone was there. So she grabs my phone. She walks it over to me. She's like, hey, you left this over there. I was like, oh shit. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you bringing that, bringing that to me. And then um, obviously it's a perfect opportunity to be like, and also your Bullet Club shirt is super cool. Um, and then we had like a couple minute conversation about wrestling and then got back to our workout. I mean, so that's cool. It's funny how a kind of the universe works itself out, right? It put, put something out into the, 
you know, I was thinking it. I was like, hey, I really want to talk to her. I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm putting these these good thoughts, these good vibes out into the universe. I want to say I like your shirt. I want to say you're cool as fuck. I want to say these things. And it wasn't working out, you know, in terms of like the right moment, right time. But then it just like did work itself out naturally where I accidentally left my phone. She brought it to me and we talked. It was cool. So I, that's like just like those are like those small, like little small signs that like say that the universe is watching, you know, and if you put some, if you put good vibes out into the world, you're going to get, you're going to get good vibes back. And so that's just like, I'm really in, trying to be in tune with kind of those really small, but they're not small is the thing. They seem small, but they're not small. Just like when you like make a step forward, you think that's a little step. Well, it's not a little step because all those steps create a big victory or a big win or a big success. So nothing is really small or minute. Just like when someone smiles at you, when you walk past them or they open the door for you or they say thank you, we perceive those as like being small, kind gestures, but really that little moment could have changed someone's day. And the same thing happened to me and this lady at, at Planet Fitness, right? So it's like, I've been wanting to talk to her. The universe kind of worked it out because it felt my kind of good vibe energy and how I want to present her with some good vibes and tell her that she fucking was cool and I liked her shirt and that her vibe was dope and, and just kind of worked out that way. So you kind of implement that kind of stuff in your life going forward. Like that's what it's all about, like manifestation and, and positive affirmations and, and thinking and believing that you can do something before you even done it. Like visualizing in your head, you were at that moment, you were achieving that success. You were getting that job. You were talking to that girl. You were talking to that dude. You got on that date. You went, whatever you wanted, like you see it, you feel it, you feel the emotion and the adrenaline in your body, like before it even happens. That's what visualization is. You know, I was doing that in sports when I was playing at a high level. <clears throat> and uh, it's really important because, like, the idea is that you're sitting down in a chair, in a bed, wherever. You're closing your eyes. And you're visualizing your absolute best game ever. Where you felt the best you've ever felt. You know, for me, it's like hitting a couple home runs and a double and making a great play in the field and our team winning. Right? That's my best game. So I'm visualizing doing that exact moment, how my body felt where I was that day, like what I did, my preparation, like my energy, where what I did, try to replicate that visually. And then when I wake up and go to my field, I'm in that same kind of mindset and frame so I can replicate that. Obviously it's not gonna happen every time, but you gotta give yourself the best chance to succeed. That's why we meditate, that's why we journal, that's why we do self-care, that's why we do all these things, kind of to make ourselves have the best day possible. So we are presented with a crisis or a trauma or deep pain, we already have those tactics and those strategies that allow us to overcome those things quicker than if we didn't have those strategies in place. A lot of people think that going to therapy is just for when you're in a crisis or self-care strategies are just for when you're in a crisis. No, these are everyday, all-encompassing things that we can work on every day. Meditation, journal, self-care, taking care of our mental health, all these things can happen every day because they're gonna, when you wake up or when you do throughout the day, is to give you the best chance to have the best day. And then when you are hit with something, inevitably when you're hit with pain or loss or sadness or grief or something traumatic, you have all these strategies that you know work well for you and you can implement them deeper into this uh, crisis that you're in so you can pull yourself out of it faster. That's the idea. Thanks, John. Man, I didn't even, uh, I just kind of went on a, a tangent here. I didn't even start my, I didn't even start the episode the way I normally uh, start these episodes. I didn't even, yeah, I don't, uh, anyways. <laughs> um, John, what are you doing to me? What are you doing to me, John? Anyways, <laughs> um, I do want to uh, go back to how I usually start this episode, which is, uh, how am I doing? Um... So first, I want you to pause this episode. Um, I want you to ask yourself, how am I doing really? And wherever you are, take a minute or two to answer that question openly and honestly. Understand that you're talking to yourself judgment-free. Be kind to yourself. And then after you're done saying how you're really doing, figure out what you need in that moment to make yourself better, happier, whatever the case may be, or if you're doing great, stay great. 
If you need some of this, if you need a little space, if you need a journal, if you need to call a friend, do that. Take what you need in that moment. Believe that you are deserving of that goodness, that happiness, that love, and then go on with your day. Also, check in on a friend. Ask a friend how they're doing when you get home. Call them, text them, Facebook message them, whatever. Tweet at them. Just ask someone you haven't spoke to maybe in a few weeks or a few months that you just, you've been thinking about a lot and you've been wanting to reach out to, send them that text. Hey man, been thinking about you. Hey dude, been thinking about you. Hey, been thinking about you. How are you doing? You know? It's brilliant. It's really, uh, yeah, so do that. Do that. <clears throat> and then when you come back, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, how, how am I really doing? I am really doing good. Yeah, very good. Um, my roommate situation is, is really good, so that's been a positive light. Um, I'm doing good. I got some really cool things coming up on the horizon. Um, I'm just living every day. Uh, I'm grateful to be that way. I'm grateful to be in this space. <clears throat> and I'm grateful to be existing, because that's amazing. But overall, yeah, I am, I'm doing really good, and I'm, uh, I'm happy, for sure which is amazing considering that it's still September, considering everything that's happening. Um, you know, I'm taking my space and my time for myself to grieve and to talk to my sister and to do these things that are really necessary for me to be my best. Um, I'm feeling all the emotions that, I sh- that, that come to me, not that I should or need to feel. That's not how emotions work, but I'm just like, when they come to me, I feel them, I digest them, I let them... And then I get them out, whether it's talking to a friend, whether it's journaling, <clears throat> whether going for a walk to the gym, wrestling. Um, but overall, even with all of that, I'm feeling really good. And um, I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm proud of myself. And uh, yeah, it's good. Cheers. Everyone's doing the best they can as well. Uh, and if you're not, if you're struggling in this moment, know that uh, there's better days ahead. Help is available. If you don't know where to find that help, Please reach out to me. I can lead you to those resources and to that help. Um, and uh, if you feel like someone in your life may be struggling or you've got a, kind of this intuition that someone may need some help, reach out, ask. And it, um, if I can be a bridge to helping those people get further professional help, let me know. Thank you. Cheers. <clears throat> okay. Something else I want to touch on quick. Uh, it is September, right? But... Uh, as some of you may have seen, I officially became a certified life coach. Um, I've been doing a bit of life coaching throughout the pandemic now, kind of transferred some of my personal training clients into transitioning them into kind of life coaching clients because I feel like that's kind of my calling now, my passion, my purpose is to kind of give people the kind of the tools and resources that have helped me kind of transform my life. Um, so I want to do that for other people. Um, clearly, obviously, in the same realm, in the same vein of everything that I'm doing. It's kind of my purpose now, where I want to do, um, where I feel my love and focus should be. Um, and so in October, when you see this episode, I'll have probably posted some stuff on social media about taking on new clients. I'm taking a very limited amount of clients. I think I'm going to cap it at 12 clients so I can really focus on each of those person like really detailed wise and give them the best effort that I have. Um, I'm not just looking to make money off of this and just have a certain amount of clients and not really, I want to focus on each person. I feel like capping it at 12, it's 12 hours a week, really focusing on each individual and what they need, what they want, where they want to be, where they want to go and how I can help them get there. Um, the focus of mine will be, I mean, mind, body and spirit, right? Are all connected. And I want I'm, I've been a certified personal trainer since 2014. I haven't done a lot of personal training um, at, a, like at, a, at a large scale since a couple years ago when I was working at a gym. Um, when I moved to, did a bunch of tours in Germany and I moved to Philly, it kind of, <clears throat> I lost a lot of the clientele that I was seeing in person, but I kept a lot through via online training. Um, and I've just picked up some clients here and there throughout my time. And now I'm, I'm kind of getting back into it a little bit. Um, now I'm moving, being back here in Dallas. And, uh, and so with that, 
and all the mental health training that I've done, mental health first aid, mental health ambassador, all the conferences, education, webinars, all that stuff, certified personal trainer, mental health stuff, and just getting certified as a life coach through this course that I did during quarantine. I wanna combine all of those aspects, mind, body, and spirit into transforming people's lives, unlocking their true potential, giving them, letting, like digging deep to, to let them see that everything they need is inside of them, that they are the power that their beauty, that everything they've ever wanted is possible with inside of them. If they just unlock and allow it to happen, crush those limiting beliefs, set some, you know, all those things. Um, so the focus will be like emotional agility, basically handling everything that life throws at you. You know, we talk about agility and physical fitness. Um, so now it's emotional agility. It's mental well-being. It's taking care of our mental. Um, because you can't be an elite performer in anything, in anything, any realm of life, uh, unless you take care of your mental well-being, your mental wellness, your mental strength. <clears throat> and then there will be a physical fitness component as well. Um, and so I'm really excited to, to launch that, that life coaching business. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, I'm really excited to see the lives that we can transform and we can grow together. Uh, I'm really excited for that whole thing. Um, so if you're interested in that or you know someone who could be interested in that, um, please contact me directly or you can go to my website, Jackson Stone Wrestler, um, and there's a there's a tab there for Life Coach where you can put in your information uh, and you can contact me directly about something you're interested in. Um, and there'll be some price points on there. There'll be some add-ons, life coaching, physical fitness, online training, <clears throat> just a whole variety of things. Um, so, you know, obviously mental health stuff. And <clears throat> But uh, a reminder, disclaimer, that I'm not a therapist and I'm not a counselor, so that's not what these sessions will be based on. I have uh, therapists and counselors that I can connect you with uh, right away if you need that kind of help, but the life coaching will be an overall wellness of mind, body, and spirit, getting you to where you want to go, crushing those limiting beliefs, um, making you believe in you, that you are the power um, and that's what I want to help you with. I want to help you on that journey. I want to help you unlock your truest, best potential and self and, and allow you to achieve whatever you want to achieve, whatever success you want to achieve or whatever goal you want to obtain, whether intention or desire you may have in life. I want to help you get there. And that's what, that's what the whole system is about. And so, I mean... If you've been following now for if you've been following me now for a little bit, this is not really a. Uh, I don't think this is really a surprise, you know, because my life now is really about serving and giving and helping, and this is just another form of that. Um, and so another way that I'm doing that is, is obviously I have a Patreon now, and the Patreon just like this hotline, the Patreon is built on, uh, set, uh, you know, creating a community, building deeper connection, getting deeper access to me. Um, so if you're interested in that, check out my Patreon. Um, really, I just want to, <clears throat> I just want to connect. I want to connect with every single person that watches this show or every single person that follows me on social. I want to connect with all of you and I'm working my hardest to try to do that. Um, you know, via the hotline, texting, email subscription, whatever the case may be, the Patreon, um, you know, the life coaching, whatever it may be, I'm going to get to all of you. Um, and if I haven't, reach out to me, DM me. Let's, uh, let's see what we can figure out. You know, there's, there's a space in here for everyone. There's room for everyone. It's a large community and, and we're going to get to know everyone and it's going to be a beautiful, uh, beautiful community and we're going to love and support one another. So cheers. I feel like I say that a lot. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I'm going to, uh, talk about that. Um, so recently there's been, uh, not recently, but. There's been a few high profile. I talked about this on the last episode, or maybe I didn't. Maybe it's I don't know when it's gonna drop. Anyways, I'll talk about it again. Um, there's been some high profile athletes who have come out and been very open and honest about their mental health struggles. One being Dak Prescott, quarterback for the uh, Dallas Cowboys, and Kevin Love, a professional basketball player. Both beautiful, vulnerable, courageous men for coming out and talking about their struggles and their depression and their anxiety uh, and their insecurities and really being open about it and opening up and making people who listen and watch them feel more comfortable 
and encouraging them also to open up about how they feel and what's going on in their life. So I want to applaud those guys for doing that. Because a lot of times we, because we look at athletes and celebrities and musicians, we look at them differently than we would, you know, just another regular, quote unquote, regular human being. But we're all human beings. We all go through the same struggles. We go through the same downs. Uh, we all go through the same pain and loss. It's, it's, it's unique to our own life. It's specifically unique to our own life and our own experience. But the idea is that all of us, no matter what, go through pain, loss, struggle, despair, sadness, grief. We all go through it. And we tend to forget as people, like watching these people perform or be in movies or sing these songs that we love, we forget that since we personally probably won't be offered a $30 million contract, that we're not the same. But having money doesn't create happiness. Having money doesn't remove pain, loss, suffering from your life. It doesn't. The only thing money really does is can create less stress in your life because you have money to pay for bills and you have a roof over your head and you're not worrying about those kinds of things. So that's what money can do. It's important. And money can create freedom. You know, money does not create happiness, but it allows for freedom. And so we have to remember that just because they're, they're getting absurd amounts of money to do us to be a musician or be in a movie or play a sport doesn't remove pain, loss, and suffering from their lives. So we have to understand that they go through these same things. And it's really cool when people with huge platforms like these two, like these two high-profile athletes come out and say they're struggling, say that they're having, they're having depression or anxiety because they cur- it encourages the young boys and girls who follow them, who look up to them, who are inspired by them to open up as well. That's the idea. And we've had a few people in the media who handled the situation very poorly, who called it weak, uh, who, you know, just calling it weak to share your struggles. And, and that person is the one person, and those people are the ones who are holding back our growth as society. They're keeping that toxic masculinity prevalent when really we need to smash that and allow our young boys and our men and our athletes especially to share their feelings, to share their vulnerabilities because that creates deeper connection, that creates more love. If we're talking just on, on the field in sports, it creates a tighter bond. And so you're gonna play for each other harder. You're probably gonna win more games. Really not important. What's important is talking about our mental, talking about how we feel, connecting with one another and being able to be there for someone and show support for someone to to probably save their life. I mean, Kevin Love said that especially. If he didn't have his close friends checking on him and supporting him, he probably wouldn't be here to tell his story. And that's really true. And that's really true. So, so please, if you're a person who checks in on your friends, don't. Or people confide in you or people come to you and they need help, don't doubt that all of the things you're doing the space you're holding for them, the ways you check in on them, the things you're saying to them, they hold value and they're real and they're actually saving people's lives. So don't don't diminish those efforts that you're putting in just because you can't see a, <clears throat> like a, you can't technically see how you're making an effect, but technically you can see how you're making an effect because you can see your friend every day that you saved, that you talked to in their darkest moment, that you checked in on because you had an intuition where you said, hey, what's up, dude? You want to come see a movie? And that right there, those little small gestures are checking in on people, are saving lives. So don't doubt yourself. Keep doing that. Keep checking in on people. You're amazing. Um, but once again, these big, high-profile male athletes, especially sharing their vulnerabilities and their stories, encourages other young boys to share their stories, share their vulnerabilities, um, be true to themselves, understand that we all struggle, we all go through stuff, and it's okay to talk about it, it's okay to talk to one another about it, and it's okay, it's okay to get help for it. So I applaud these two guys, um, and uh, I thank you for, for sharing your stories uh, and your vulnerabilities. Um, hopefully, hopefully one day uh, you are loved and uh, the Love Foundation can can do some stuff together in terms of mental health, in terms of mental health in sports, in terms of mental health in youth sports, especially on the on the male side, because um, uh, because our young boys and our young men need to be 
told that it's okay to have feelings, it's okay to ask for help, it's okay to need help, it's okay to cry, um, because that's real toughness. Um, that's real quote-unquote manliness. Um, so once again, I applaud these guys. Thank you for pushing forward the narrative of mental health and being open about our mental health. Thank you for doing that. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys are healthy and happy and, and find the, the peace of mind um, that you need and you deserve. <clears throat> oh. So we're about 30, 35 minutes in, um, no calls, no calls, um, it's okay. I, uh, someone asked, or maybe no one asked, I don't know. Maybe someone asked if I, if I got discouraged about the first two hotlines not getting any calls. Um, I think a, a little part of me, yes, got discouraged because I really, really do want to hear from you. I really do want to talk to everyone. I really do want to connect with everyone. Um, but there's no possible way that anyone could call in at all if I didn't put out the number and sit here and talk to you guys during this. So there's a higher chance of actual connection happening than if I didn't put this out at all. So that makes me feel good. And I don't see this as a failure at all. I said this in the last hotline because I recently posted a video on Twitter about it. This is not a failure. This is not a setback. This is just another step in the right direction that's gonna make this hotline or this podcast or the things that I'm talking about or doing. Just, it's another step in the right direction. It's gonna make I gotta keep putting this out there, right? If I don't, then no one's ever gonna see it. And I know that maybe one or two or three, whoever, many people watch this get value from it. And I serve and I serve them and that makes me feel good. And that makes me feel like, you know, I'm doing something that's meaningful and powerful. And that's really all I wanna do. Um, so no, I don't get discouraged. Um, I'd love for people to call in, to have awesome conversations with people. Um, whether they're from, whether I know them or not personally, or just, yeah, just want to connect and talk and, you know, but that's okay. Eventually it will, it will all be amazing. And I'm, I'm just, I'm really, uh, passionate about the journey and the process of getting there, you know, kind of building all of this stuff from nothing. Um, and then seeing it turn into something amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, bringing a lot of people along the way with me and, having my friends come along and, you know, having you guys come along, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. So I'm fired up about it. <clears throat> okay, so I wanna touch on one last thing. Uh, I think before I just kind of wait out the last bit uh, to see if anyone calls. Um, but I wanna talk about this really cool Post Malone shirt. As you guys know, uh, Posty is my favorite uh, musical artist. Ever. Uh, he's amazing. Uh, I don't think people really uh, understand how talented he is at a wide variety of uh, musical things. Um, this is a sweet shirt that Lully Boo Creations made. They make all Jackson Stone, You Are Loved, and For Everybody merch. Um, so if you're in need for some custom merch, please hit them up. They're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, if you can't find them, reach out to me and I'll lead you to them. Um, this is one of my favorite shirts, um, and they're some of the favorite people that I've ever worked with. Clearly, I'm doing business with them very regularly. Um, they do all my shirts, uh, hats, sweatshirts, whatever. Whatever I make and sell, um, they do it for You Are Loved and for Jackson Stone and for For Everybody. And so if you're needing that, hit them up because eventually they'll only be working for me. So get them, get them while you can. Um, but I love this shirt. I love Post Malone. And uh, yeah. Cool. Woo! -woo. But um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna sip some John. Here. I'm gonna sip on some John. But I'm gonna leave the line open uh, for 20 more minutes, obviously, because I said it would be an hour. Um, but uh, but I'll sign it off uh, right now. Um. Yeah, thanks for watching. This was uh, Everybody's Hotline um, number three. Um, we'll be doing these either the first or second Thursday of every month. Um, the number is posted on my social media. So if you missed this one and you're watching this episode, 
Um, check out for a later date. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. That's where I post the uh, the number. Um, you know, like, subscribe, and comment. Please go to Apple and leave a review. That'd be awesome. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, go to shopforeverybody.com and subscribe to our mailing list so that you get the first update and email when our merch drops. You can do the same at You Are Love, so you get all that information when a new shirt drops. Um, and You Are Love will be starting um, our first official support slash group therapy group here soon. So if you're interested in that, um, DM You Are Loved and we'll get you started on that. I'll be posting about it soon. Um, life coaching starting up, so if you're interested in that, please hit me up. But um, really... Uh, thank you for being a part of this community. Uh, thank you for watching and listening and viewing and exploring and living with me. And uh, I hope you guys are doing great. Um, if I can help you in any way, please reach out. Um, and uh, have a good night. Cheers. One minute, 37 seconds later. Hello. Who is this? Who's calling? Where are you calling from? Hey, uh, this is Tiffany, and I'm actually calling from Louisiana. I was born and raised in Texas, but I recently moved out here. Cool, cool. Um, I was calling to see how has your week been? My week? Um, my week has been my week has been good. Uh, it's been a nice week. Um, what about your week? Good, pretty good, you know, with all like the storms and stuff that's been going on over here. But other than that, it's been pretty nice. Uh, how are the storms? I haven't heard much about them. Um, we just had, I think it was Laura hit uh, Lake Charles a couple weeks back, and then we just had Sally miss mm. us and end up hitting in uh, Alabama instead. Wow. Yeah. So what what happens when like do you guys get like a warning? Like well, I don't even know what happens. I feel like. Um, it's like we we always we get like uh, oh, just tell us like for a hurricane warnings or hurricane watches and everything, and they pretty much just leave it up to us on to if we are going to evacuate or. If we're going to stay and hunker down, um, I actually had to deal with that whole situation back in I think it was 2017 for Hurricane Harvey when it hit in uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. Mm. Corpus, it was like Rockport and everything, and it, it's about the same thing. It's just like just debating if you want to stay or if you want to leave. Ah, uh, so it's up to you. Yeah. And you okay? And you decided to stay? Yeah, we decided to stay because it wasn't as bad and it wasn't going to, like, affect us. It was more, like, tornado warning because of all, like, the high winds and everything since it was going to be, like, 75 miles per hour winds or higher. And that's where they saw it as kind of, like, a dangerous thing. But other than that, that was pretty much it. Huh, okay. What else has been going on? Really, I mean, just mainly watching a whole bunch of wrestling at home and relaxing, and that's pretty much it. What's been the best wrestling match you've watched in the past few weeks? The, that, that's a good question. Um, the one thing I, well, it was, was it last, last night that, NXT happened. It was a Shotzi Black card and Io Shirai. That was me for women's wrestling. It was really, really good that I've seen, especially using Shotzi Black card the way that I would like them to, which is nice. Shotzi's amazing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I need. I need to watch that match. Those both of those uh, women are really good. So. Yeah. What? 
what have you seen recently in wrestling and everything that you think is the best match that you've seen? Oh man, I haven't watched uh, I haven't watched wrestling on TV in I don't even know how long. <laughs> um, uh, but I uh, I mean I've been wrestling on the weekends, but I haven't really I haven't really gotten into what's going on in in the current state of TV wrestling. Okay, well, what is your best wrestling match that you have done or you worked with? With a wrestler. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> oh, super tough questions here. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. My I think my favorite match uh, ever was when I wrestled Buff Bagwell. Um, but that was a long time ago. I don't know. It's you know the matches kind of jumble together. You know, and you, I. It, Every time I have a match, I'm like, oh, that was good. And then I have another one. I'm like, oh, that was good, too. But what happened in my last match? So I think I need to be more present and, like, really appreciate it a bit more. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, good question. Yeah. I mean, I get, I understand because, like, you kind of go, like, match after match after match after match. But, I mean, I feel like as, as a wrestler, as an entertainer, it's like the best match is always the next match that you do and you keep on going and every single match is always a good match. Yeah, true. But I think also as entertainers or athletes or wrestlers, we really need to appreciate like what we're doing in the moment, you know, because we tend, we tend to only do that when like our career is over or like an injury happens or something, mm-hmm. you know, but like what we're doing in the moment is really cool. You know, I think we should appreciate that a little bit more. I need, I could do a better job of that, but yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Um, Will you be at a... Sorry, I'm here also. I'm her husband. <laughs> hey. Um, will you be at a Golf Coast in Corpus on next weekend? Uh, I will not be. Damn. I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know they were running. I didn't know they were running a show. Yeah, it's a Golf Coast and um, a new promotion from Kings of PPW. Oh, sweet. Yeah, dope. We're thinking about going, I'm thinking about going, making the eight-hour drive, but... Eight hours? You're going to drive eight hours? I was thinking about it because uh, Joe Longo's going to be there, and I really like Joe Longo, and then, uh, I mean, at the first wrestling show, we're, well, it's kind of going to, it's like December. Yeah. So I'm not too sure yet. Uh, yeah, because, like, I was supposed to be on the PPW, the first, like, the first PPW show, but, like, I don't know, I, I guess it kept getting, like, because of COVID and stuff, so I guess they're just doing it this weekend which is awesome yeah I know uh, um, I'm sorry we're from uh, Rock and Tacos and uh, I'm good friends with Josh I know Josh is saying that he wanted to do the show at the beginning of the year this year in 2020 but it didn't happen I was hoping to go to it but all the stuff happened like happened this year yeah oh hi how are you guys doing I, I know you <laughs> <laughs> I know you for sure yeah, cool. Okay, now everything's clicking. <laughs> now everything's. I, I feel. I feel way better now. You're totally fine. I forgot to mention that, and he kept reminding me, and I was like, "Well, I forgot." So I was like, yeah. "I know." I, I was like, "When when he came on, I was like, oh, I know that voice for sure.'" <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. All right. Cool. See, I mean, so you're gonna make the eight-hour drive? I think you will. Uh, it's a possibility. I haven't told her this about yet. She told me, my wife told me that I could go, but she's like, I don't know, do I want to go with myself for the hour drive because she won't be able to go. Oh, that's a long drive by yourself. Yeah. But. And it's, uh, it's not an actual show. It's like a drive-in show. I'm like, I don't know, do I want to do that? Oh, so you got to drive there and then stay in your car to watch the show? Yeah. That's a lot of car time. Yeah. And to drive all the way back the next day, I'm like, I don't know. Oof. Well, I want to say now that I have you guys here, uh, thank you for supporting You Are Loved and buying shirts and supporting my cause. Oh, yes. I, I, I'm a big person on, like, mental health and everything because I, I deal with 
uh, anxiety and depression and everything. So I think what you're doing is like a really, really good job. And I really appreciate that because it helped us help people like me and everybody else that deals with some kind of mental illness know that it's okay not to be okay. Yes. Yeah, you're totally right. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. Yes. <clears throat> I didn't get that news just dropped um, you know, this month, but we haven't, uh, we haven't had the money for it, but we're going to get it pretty soon. Hopefully next day. Cool. Well, there's a new one that drops tomorrow, too, also. So, um, oh, nice. Uh, but you guys, have, you guys have bought all of them, so you deserve you deserve a little free care package. So, I've been um, trying to shout it out on the podcast. We returned the uh, Rock and Talk returned two weeks ago. Sick. I keep wearing the shirt, but I'm forgetting to bring it up. I'm like, damn, I need to bring it up. Well, as long as you're wearing the shirt, that's what's up. He has it on there, and he wears it every single time. Yeah. I usually do whenever I go to, uh, I do Uber Eats, and usually whenever I'm uh, working Uber Eats on Fridays, I usually wear it, so I've got a few compliments and all that, I told everybody what I love it, about, that's uh, amazing. Where they can find you, everything up. Yes, I appreciate you spreading the word, that's what's up. Yeah. Cool, well, okay, uh, um... DM me some uh, some sizes and your address, even though I probably already have it because you've ordered so much, but I'm going to send you guys some stuff. Okay. okay cool. All righty. Cool. Do you have any um, new matches coming up soon? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing MPX for like the next couple weeks. Um, I don't really know about October, um, but yeah, for the next few weeks, I'll be at MPX. How do we, um, how can we watch it, um, obviously not live, can we, like, uh, do they have a streaming platform or anything? Yeah, you can watch it, they, so there have, there's an MPX network, um, and so you can watch the shows live from your, like, from your house, live on the network, or they put them out, like, maybe three days after the show is aired. Oh, nice. Uh, I think it costs the same amount of money as, like, the WWE network. Same quality, too, for sure. <laughs> That's good. Uh, but yeah, they're on there, I think, for sure. I've, yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't gone on the network in a, in a bit. But yeah, I think they're on there. I think uh, we, we need to check that out. I think uh, a few of our favorite wrestlers are there. You, Chandler Hopkins, um, I, Isaiah James uh, wrestled there as well, right? Yeah, I think he did a little bit ago. Uh, he hasn't in a while. But Chandler and I wrestled there maybe in like June and that was a pretty sick match um but uh oh Chandler did yeah I think so he's he's kind of TikTok famous yeah yeah I saw that like 10, over 10,000 followers yeah super cool I mean he's like you know he's pretty funny and he's like got abs so I guess that's a good combination <laughs> Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Well, sweet. I appreciate you guys calling in. It's nice to talk to you. Yeah. I was actually, usually I'm never off on the days that you uh, put out for, like, the call. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy that he, he mentioned it today. He's like, oh, you get to call Jackson Stone today. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's today. You can do it. He's finally off on a day that he, that you can call. I'm like, finally. It's been, it's been a while. <laughs> That's so awesome. I'm actually super happy that I got to talk to you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I know you usually do it like at 7, and that's usually when the wrestling and wrestling talk show is. I was like, oh, sweet, it's 5 or 6. Yeah, I'm going to uh, to Olive Garden <laughs> tonight, so I did it a little earlier today. <laughs> we, just, we just got done eating at, uh, at Texas Roadhouse, so I was like, damn, we oh. just made it in between, so. Texas Roadhouse is great. Oh, it's the best. Do you have those? For do, the roll, oh yeah, for sure. I was just about to say that if you had some rolls, that you're you're winning. Today is great. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna just ha- go have endless breadsticks and salad and pasta at Olive Garden. Probably eat for like three hours and then call it a night. Oh, that sounds so good. 
Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll let you guys go, but it was really nice talking to you, and I'm glad you called in. Yes, thank you for having us on and doing this whole call call thing as well, too, because it's fun, it's entertaining, and it's, it's good to talk to someone that, you know, is out here doing some good changes. That's right, that's right, and uh, DM me your info, and then we'll get, some, we'll get you some stuff. All right. Sweet. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, you bet. Bye. All right, later. Sweet. That's so nice. Hello? Hello, hi. Sorry, I was with someone else. You called? Yes, hey, Jackson. Uh, I just saw your hotline thing. I, I know I'm a little late. Oh, it's all good? It's Tony, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I hear. I recognize your voice. Yeah, you, I was just like, oh, cool. I just wanted to make sure, because um, I saw you tweet, uh, you know, the last time you didn't really get anyone. I was like, well, you know what? I'll contribute. Uh, I happen to be off already. Yeah. How you doing? What's going on? Well, not much. I feel pretty good. Uh, I was having sort of a rough week, mostly because I've been working early and I've been trying to find some alternatives to like coffee or energy drinks, mostly because uh, like, I like whatever caffeine it might be, it just really messes with my anxiety. Mm. And like the slightest thing, like when I'm on any type of caffeine, the slightest thing, like the very littlest thing that could tip me off will give me like a major anxiety attack. And I was like, I don't want that because no one really does. Um, but today I took a W. Um, there's this tea I tried, it's called like Zest tea, it's like energy tea. Um, I made some the night before, um, so I could have it cold because I'm not really like a hot drink person. So mm-hmm. I had it cold in the morning. Um, that was kind of alert. I was awake. Um, and I didn't crash at all, so it felt like really good. I was able to get through my work day and now just relax at home. Nice. You found something that works. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. Um, and just excited. Tomorrow I go speak to my therapist, um, and that's just something I'm always looking forward to. Because even if I'm not having a bad day, it's just always nice to have someone to talk to. Honestly. Man, you're so right. Because most people, most people think that you know it's only it's only time to get a therapist when they're in crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's good all the time. You know, it's even it's obviously even more beneficial when you're in crisis. But if you're doing it all the time, then you're just going to be overall in a better state. So that's super cool that you're doing it. You're great. You're the man. Therapist, you know, she's you know really great. She listens a lot and just she gives suggestions. She, you know, she'll tell me like, hey, why don't we try this exercise? You know, let's see what we feel like in the next few weeks. And it's just little things here and there, and you know, and just be able just to talk about things, especially like in a time where we can't really visit with friends and groups and like large gatherings. Um, but it's just nice to be able to have someone to talk on a consistent basis and just kind of go on about your day, your week, and just. Let them know, you know what's going on, and it just feels good right afterwards. Absolutely, I couldn't, I couldn't say it even any better myself. Um, how's your, uh, how's your friend doing? I remember she was struggling a bit. Is she okay now? Yeah, she's actually really great. Um, she actually was uh, messaging me today, um, you know, giving me tips on teas and stuff. But yeah, overall, she's really well. Um, her and I are actually trying to plan something once COVID's done. Trying to do a little vacation. Um, and just go out because uh, last year for her birthday we went to um, Washington State and the Seattle area um, a really really gorgeous uh, place I love the weather over there I wouldn't mind going visiting again but yeah we're, we're trying to figure that out but yeah she seems to be really um, doing well so far fuck yeah I love to hear that that's amazing yeah it's always good you know having uh Cause I, I make sure that I mean, we talk on daily, and yeah, she recently got a new job. She got her car set up. Like she's actually off doing a lot better now. Good, good. Really happy to hear that. Glad she had a friend like you there. How have you been? I haven't heard from you in a while. 
Um, I'm good, man. Things are good. I got um, I got a new roommate. I don't know if you heard, but you know the other situation that happened. But I got a new roommate, and he's pretty dope. So that's been awesome. Um, I'm about to go to Olive Garden after this, which is going to be even better. Um, but overall, man, things are good. Things are moving along in my life, and I'm I'm happy with uh, how things are for sure. Yeah, it's great to hear, man. Uh, I love to hear it. Um, I think, oh, there was one thing that I, I just kind of wanted to talk about. Yeah. Was, um, um, so I coincidentally found um, a friend of a friend's kind of Instagram live thing that she was doing. So I saw that my friend had one like this person. That's how I got the notification. And it was basically um, his friend, uh, this girl, she was doing uh, kind of interviews with like different people about body image and how like it affects other people and it was just a really cool environment just to like listen in on and just kind of see people's perspectives on like how body images kind of affect people's uh, mental health and such um because as someone who's like a bigger dude who struggled a lot with like accepting like the way that I am um it was just really nice to hear other people's kind of stories and their struggles um but overall it really was a very positive kind of um, area and just an experience that I've had and um, I've uh, started to follow her and she's actually done really well and there's a lot of amazing people and a lot of amazing stories it's just really cool to like connect with more people on that level of mental health yeah what's uh, what's the account I'd love to check it out yeah, yeah. let me pull it up uh, it should be uh, it's Brandy her name's Brandy and her account is uh, B R C and C L Y. Okay, cool. I'm probably gonna message you and, and ask you for that, but I'm gonna I want to check that out. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the cool thing is she has like her interviews posted on like Instagram Reels or um on her uh, on her main page, so. You know, if you ever wanted to catch like a full interview or whatever, she has it on her Instagram, which is really cool. Nice, just on like the the IGTV. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, I'm for sure check that out. More people, uh, more people talking about mental health, the better, man. As long as we can have share our feelings and have open and honest conversations, can just make everyone a little healthier and a little happier. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. I'm really glad, like, the the way that things are changing in this time where, you know, we don't have to make mental health so taboo and just make it so, like, not talked about. And it's just really nice that, you know, we're able to be open and discuss these things. Um, because the truth of the fact is, like, a lot of people have not, like, you know, suffered through something. And we, could, we all go through things mm-hmm. at one point. We all go through it differently. But it just conversating alone just helps so much, tremendously helps so much. Just conversating. Yes, hundred percent. There's so much. Uh, there's so much strength in just sharing our experiences because we can just know that, you know, our each individual journey is different, but we all kind of go through some of the same trials and tribulations and pain and loss and suffering. And there's so much strength and courage in sharing that and being, you know, vulnerable together. So yeah, you're hundred percent right really great to have uh, you know this, this this just kind of be a part of this community not just like alone of like the rugby community but now like something even bigger because this reaches a lot of people and I think it's just really nice that you know after so long just like as someone like myself kind of struggled to find his crowd in a sense uh, I've kind of found like a home and just kind of been able to like you know talk to these people and like you know hear their stories because like you said, we all go through, we have different journeys, but more or less we all go through something and it just kind of will connect us. And I think that's a really beautiful thing to have at the end of the day. Yes, man. So nice to feel like, that you finally feel like you belong somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, just having a community and a sense of connection is it's just really powerful in its own sense, you know? Absolutely, man. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. All right, I bro. just wanted a few minutes just to talk with you. Um, but, yeah, I hope you really get to enjoy Olive Garden. Yeah, dude, hit me up anytime, man. Um, it's good talking to you as always, and uh, 
hopefully I can see you soon in person, you know, for some wrestling. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, now that I got my car good, got my money set right, um, when more shows are coming around, hopefully not too far from me, uh, I'll make the trip. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I like to hear. All right, man. All right, bro. Much love. Take care. You too. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, um... Awesome. Yes. That was sick. Um, so we got two calls. Uh, I just kind of, I, I did my sign off already. And then we got two calls in the last 20 minutes of the hotline with uh, a couple people that I really like. The first one, I didn't know it was them until I got, until he said who they were and who they represented. I was like, okay, that's what's up. These are my people. And then Tony, my dude, called. Obviously, really like him. Really like both of them. Super glad they called. Um, just nice, easy conversation. A little mental health stuff, a little wrestling stuff. Um, but really enjoyed those combos. Super glad people called in. Two calls in the hotline this week. This is the third edition of Everybody's Hotline. I'm going to do another sign-off. Ben's going to have to rearrange all this stuff. But he's the dude. He'll figure it out. Uh, much love to you all. Cheers. Be well. I'm going to Olive Garden.